Daily Reflections is an exciting opportunity to deepen our faith in Jesus, to allow the gospel message of the day to penetrate the very core of our being. My friends, I invite you to allow the Lord of Life to guide you and give you the courage to live as dynamic disciples. Let's offer this day to the way, the truth, and the life. Today we celebrate the memorial of St. John Chrysostom, Bishop and Doctor of the Church. And we begin with Psalm 145. The Lord is compassionate toward all his works. Together, the Lord is compassionate toward all his works. Every day will I bless you, and I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and highly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable. Let all your works give you thanks, O Lord, and let your faithful ones bless you. Let them discourse of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, making known to men your might and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is a kingdom for all ages and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is compassionate toward all his works. Together, the Lord is compassionate toward all his works. Our gospel for today is taken from Luke chapter 6, verse 20 to 26. Raising his eyes toward the disciples, Jesus said, Blessed are you who are poor, for the kingdom of God is yours. Blessed are you who are now hungry, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who are now weeping, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude and insult you, and denounce your name as evil on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice and leap for joy on that day. Behold, your reward will be great in heaven, for their ancestors treated the prophets in the same way. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. But woe to you who are filled now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will grieve and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for their ancestors treated the false prophets in this way. Today, Jesus addresses his disciples and a great multitude, teaching them about true happiness and the dangers of placing one's trust in worldly possessions and comforts. Jesus begins by setting the stage, saying, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. In a culture that often equates wealth with success and happiness, these words may seem perplexing. However, Jesus is not referring solely to material poverty here, but also to a poverty of spirit. He calls us to recognize our need for God, to be humble and to rely on his grace and mercy rather than on our own strength and possessions. Jesus continues with a series of statements that contrast the blessings of those who follow him with the woes of those who trust in worldly comforts and wealth. He says, but woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. In this, Jesus is cautioning against the dangers of placing our hope in security and in material possessions. He reminds us that worldly riches are temporary and can never truly satisfy the deepest longings of our heart. 
Furthermore, Jesus proclaims, blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are you who weep now, for you shall laugh. These words speak to the reality that life on earth can be filled with trials and hardships, yet those who endure sufferings with faith and trust in God are promised a future where their hunger and tears will be transformed into true fulfillment and everlasting joy. Jesus then warns, but woe to you who are full now, for you shall be hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Here Jesus is cautioning against the pursuit of instant gratification and the deceptive allure of worldly pleasures. He reminds us that the pursuit of worldly enjoyment at the expense of our spiritual well-being will ultimately lead to spiritual poverty and emptiness. We must examine our lives and evaluate where we place our trust and find our happiness. Are we seeking the temporary comfort of worldly possessions and pleasures, or are we seeking the lasting peace and joy that can only come from a relationship with God? Are we willing to embrace humility and poverty of spirit, recognizing our need for God's grace and mercy? One great example of how we might live our lives is, is you know, looking to St. John Chrysostom, whose name means golden mouth. He was renowned for his eloquence and preaching and his uncompromising commitment to truth and justice. He was born in Antioch in the year 347. Chrysostom was raised in a devout Christian family that instilled in him a love for God and a desire to serve others. And after receiving an excellent education, he became a monk and spent several years in solitude, deeply immersing himself in prayer and contemplation. And through this period of intense spiritual formation, he, he developed a profound understanding of the scriptures and a, a fervent love for God. Christism's preaching soon gained him recognition throughout the church, and he was ordained a priest. His sermons were marked by their eloquence, clarity, and practical wisdom. He fearlessly confronted the social injustices and moral decay of his time challenging both the powerful and the ordinary people to, to live in accordance with the gospel. However, Christism's prophetic preaching and unwavering commitment of truth would eventually lead him to his downfall. He was outspoken against the excesses and corruptions of the wealthy elite, and his words did not sit well with those in power. Eventually, he was unjustly exiled and endured immense suffering for his faith. Throughout his life, Christensen remained a tireless advocate for the poor and the marginalized. He emphasized the importance of works of mercy, teaching that true worship of God is inseparable from caring for those in need. He famously said, the love of one's neighbor is the only door by which Christ can come into our lives. My recommendation for today is, Stay away from the woes. Have a great day. Be sure of my prayers.